You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. I found a lot of things in a shower, but never God. Yeah. What was God doing in a shower? TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Fly ball, right field. Got a little carry to it. McNeil going back. He's at the wall. That ball is gone. And the fans and right field got their wish. Yeah, big opportunity here to make it productive out to the right side. Right Grounder to the right side. It'll Perfect. tie the game. And Kepler put the barrel on it, hit it hard into the ground. He not only scored one, he moved another runner to third base. Really, really, Jonathan Harrison? The Twins get beat 14-4 to at home, get embarrassed in front of a home crowd, and the propaganda machine not only plays positive highlights, but puts an RBI ground out from last night. That was some good the positive highlights. Play the twin song. Play the twin song, Jonathan. Phil's got it. There we go. We're gonna win, twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna I mean, if we're going propaganda, let's go for propaganda. Nothing that was some to see good here. analysis by Roy Smalley. Wanted to add that in. So uh, there's been two Twins games since the last time we did a show. Yes, Mackie and Chubb with Rami yes, on the on the score have. against the lowly Mets, who are in turmoil. They're fighting with the media. They almost fired their manager. They did fire a pitching coach, and now they have an 82 year old pitching coach, Phil Regan. It's fantastic. Yeah, and they smoked the Twins today, 14 to four. So I got a question here: What the hell's going on? You go, you win two or three in Cleveland. I give you credit, right? Resilient. You're resilient. Is two or three good enough? Like, that's cool? Like, you came back for two days and have played like crap. This is not like, this is not excusable losses. Oh, it happens. You're fielding, and on the uh, twin show today, you know, after one game, I'm not going to indict him completely, but now two consecutive days, Rosario drops a ball. And but before Did we, I read that they have eleven errors since the All Star break? That's probably Is right. That right? Is that possible? They've been they've been kicking it around. They've been terrible. But let's let's actually start with one with one guy who I actually who I like as a person who was scheduled to be, if you recall, Phil Mackey. A it's guest, never good. A regular guest on this show. It's never good. Would before a take you say I like as a person? That's but. the old, that's the old Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> now I want to clarify. Yeah, I don't need to. That, I think LeBron James is a very good man. He's I a very, very my good friend. Very good father figure. Now that being said, you cannot excuse. That's what Judd's about to do. That's exactly what Judd's about to no, do. No, I'm just, I'm perplexed. I'm confused. So Trevor May has really, in essence, pitching-wise, one thing going for him. And that's a pretty good fastball, right? It's a pretty good fastball. I'm not saying it's the greatest fastball on the face of the earth, because it's not. But it's a pretty good fastball. He's also good at video games. And he's good at video games, and that's fantastic. So on Sunday, he's pitching against Cleveland. And he's got Carlos Santana, I believe, on two strikes. Veteran savvy hitter. And he hangs him a curveball, which Santana properly takes out of the ballpark. Twins lose that game, so they've rallied at that point to tie 3-3. It's now 4-3. Cleveland Cleveland wins. Okay. And then it sort of annoyed me that in, in the postgame uh, discussion that the reports out of the Cle- out of the clubhouse in Cleveland from the Twins were that Trevor May had seen a bunch of tweets and stuff during the All-Star break, and it, it annoyed him that, in essence, fans were saying, well, don't blow this, Trevor, and the Twins. You you guys don't blow this. But he said annoyed in a good way. He did clarify. Well, he, he clarified, said annoyed in a good way he, because it's sort of... It's a, right, but, it I'm just saying, but I'm just saying you just gave up a home run on a curveball. Like, just say nothing. It's too, Or just say I shouldn't have thrown the damn pitch. But then he comes back today... And the Mets send, hold on a second, got to put my glasses on to read the guy's name. They send up a pinch hitter, Dominic Smith, and um, he gets him 0-1 on a fastball. He gets him 0-2 then on a curveball. Okay, so you come back fastball, right, Phil Mackey? Like you're thinking you come back fastball probably? I mean, I'm not a catcher, and nor did I stay at a Holiday Express last night. I would just probably not give up a home run on 0-2 Okay, my general strategy. <laughs> but, he throw, but he throws him the same yeah. pitch he threw Santana, a curveball. Like, this is two days. These are the Mets you're playing at home. This is as uh, 
as down on this team as I've been since the Toronto series when they lost, I think, two of three as mm-hmm. well at home. This is just two days of bad baseball by you. And winning two or three in Cleveland does not mean, oh, man, woo, we took two or three in Cleveland. Now we can come back and play like crap. This is a nine-game homestand. Get off to a good start. You're playing the Mets. The I, A's are next. The A's are good. I try to remain, and I think I've done a fairly I'm good job of remaining level-headed here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to sit here and analyze baseball games like football alarm? games. Are you cushioning it, too? Are you about to say, I stay level-headed, I'm wa- but... I'm annoyed. I'm walking it up to three words, okay? okay. I've got three words for you. All right. Unlike Degeneration X, who had two words for you. Exactly. I've got three words for you, okay? <laughs> but I want to walk it up to those three words. Hold on, I got the dump button for the first one. <laughs> one of them is ing, something ing. <laughs> All right, I've tried to remain level-headed throughout this. I don't want to be the person or the show that overreacts to one baseball game, like a football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't want to sit here. This is the first time all year that they've lost three games in a row, and we're halfway through July. For God's sake, so it's a pretty amazing accomplishment to be leading your division after what we've. Uh, I, I think the expectations were not to be leading your division and to not lose three in a row until July, and here we are. Right. However, I've got, it it's actually four there words. It is. It's yep. four words. Uh-huh. Get to the good stuff. I'm waiting for this. Make a damn trade. Make a damn trade and already. Plan the damn parade. Make a damn trade. Well, Plan the damn parade. Wait, wait, wait. Before you make that trade, let's let's see, see the Twins pull their collective what, are you about heads to say out of may- their arses because the way they've been playing for two days now. Are you about to say this could get so bad they shouldn't be buyers? At no, the no, 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 okay. no, 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 right. no. But I'm, I'm saying al- along with the trade, I'm, I'm on board right. with the trade completely. But along I thought with you the, were just getting off the no, bus no, altogether. No, no, right. no, 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 okay. no, no. But this, I after watching the past two days against the bad baseball team and you play stupid baseball, I'm not panicked, but I'm annoyed by it. It's it is remindful of something I never need to see again in my lifetime, and that is yeah. absolutely incompetent baseball for no reason. It is unnecessary on two fronts for Trevor May to give up an 0-2 home run to Dominic Smith, a Mets player. Okay. At home, in, in a <laughs> one-run game, he gave no, up. For God's sake, I'm a fill on this, and it's it's unnecessary on two fronts. I'm going to start with Trevor May's front. Like, dude, you're 29 years old. You've been in this organization for a long time. You've got all the tools. You got the pitches. What are you doing? It's time to go. You're 29 years old, and you're giving up now. I believe it's it's two times in the last week. You're giving up. Game-changing home runs on 0-2 counts. It's time. It's it's time to go. And on the other side, I'm just ready for some real professional late inning of closer types to come in here and shut things down in games like this. Like when you take a three-two lead, a three-two lead into the last three innings, and you're losing fourteen to four. That should not be happening. And I get. He's this is it's it. one baseball game. You basically one covered your you, he, okay. he covered uh-huh. his butt by saying I'm not going to break down baseball games. Uh, and then you rightfully so did what you should have done, which is be annoyed as well. <laughs> Put it this way. I, I I'm with you on this. You don't need to excuse. You can break this game down. Let two two games of this incompetent of baseball against the New York Mets is frustrating okay, to watch. Even after Trevor May gives up the inexplicable three-run bomb on again, did I did I say this already? An 0-2 count? What are you doing? And a curveball. It's not. Okay. You shouldn't be throwing the and curve. It's, and it's worth mentioning again against a Met against, against a, a New Met, York Met. For God's sakes! For crying out loud! Okay. Why is Matt McGill the next line of defense? Why is Matt McGill the guy? All right, it's only a, we're still only down by two. <laughs> Let's try and keep things. Let's just try and hold this together. Got the best lineup in baseball on on pace to break the home run record. Who's gonna come out and lock this thing down? Whoop the doo, Matt McGill. <laughs> well, yes, and look at the fielding too. Look at the fielding the last two games. You know, Jonathan Scope. Jonathan Scope's error last night. Hold on a second. I, oh, I look at my scorecard here because it annoys me even more. So Jonathan Scope's error last night that he made in in the was it in the first? Yes. That allowed a run. And then post game he said, "Well, that's my bad. I I should have stopped and think it's Wilson Ramos running on the play. So I had plenty of time. Like I didn't need to rush myself." That's the type of mental mistake I don't want to be hearing about right now. And I especially don't as I said on the Twin show, Rami, I don't want to be hearing about this. Come fall, 
Like no, I'm surprised be it took aware. Be aware. Minutes. Be aware. For that to, to come up as on the TV show. as the TV guys say. When there are adverse weather conditions, be sky aware. Be baseball aware. Be sky aware. Be sky aware. Be baseball aware. Jonathan Scope, you're a veteran player. It's Wilson Ramos. He was right in what he said, but that's the type. I'm more infuriated or frustrated by the mental mistake there than the actual mistake itself. And I think, and I, I will give Rami a chance to to sort this all out. Here. I'm enjoying this. So this, this feels out, but like I haven't seen this side of you when it comes to the Twins yet. <laughs> well, you've been, oh, well, you, oh yeah, oh it exists. It's in there. It's in there. Oh yeah, he tries to hide it. He, he's the he's the guy who everyone says is the life integrity. Not with me. <laughs> Phil Mackey's a good guy in the life of the party, and, th- and then he gets home and unleashes on the. Twins. I've never seen this shade of red in his face. Oh, we're yeah. talking twins. Oh. oh, he's been to twins therapy. We all like, have. Did you just equate me to like the Ike Turner of twins? Fans? Yes. Yes. Oh, he's a great guy. And then he gets home. I got to twins. Slaps the twins around. Yes. God. We've all been to twins therapy. So bad. I think. Oh, I think. Like, and this is where I. They're going to win the division. They're going to make trades, but in the meantime, I just don't like. After the All Star break, you take two or three from Cleveland. I don't need. I don't need Adrianza finishing out a game that you led three to two in the seventh inning. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need that. That's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. <laughs> Go get a real reliever in here who can come in and lock down that inning against a bad team. You guys, all right? All right. Well, no, I, I no, I'm know. not. I'm not going to be okay till Thursday when I see this stop against Oakland. And Thank I know we've got one. We got one guy on hold. We're going to get to Justin in Rochester. I know is going to want to light me up. Can yeah, I? That's fine. Can I call? Can I calm you guys down? Is that possible to calm you guys down? Yeah, go ahead. First of all, you're saying make a trade already. They're going to make a trade. You have you've been you keep repeating that mantra. They're going to do something. They will. Yeah. Everybody, calm down. They're going to do something. Yeah, but okay. They, but they haven't yet. And well, wait, just and, one second. You, but you're you're the guy who has been correctly saying that you're becoming annoyed by the lack of a agreed, trade. Agreed. But okay. but I feel like everybody everybody's worried about losing the division to the Indians. That they're getting bigger in the in the rearview mirror. Well, they are. And actually. I can tell you right now. I'm telling you right now, the Twins could not make a trade. And still win this division. The division is the Minnesota Twins. I declared the the the, the Indians dead. I think on June first. I said time of death. It's over. Have you looked at the lead lately? <laughs> the Twins are winning the division. So the, when I say make a trade, I'm talking about the fact that you are you're putting wear and tear and high leverage innings and stress on your bullpen arms right now. And that's going to show itself in September and October when you're playing October baseball. That's why I wanted to make a trade. I'm just trying to calm everybody down when it comes to winning the division. Yeah, yeah I, Twins I, are winning the division. And the reason that I believe that is because of something that Judd keeps pointing out, which is the resiliency of this baseball yeah, team. Yeah, and if, if you have to keep taxing Trevor May's arm, he might give up a three-run bomb on an 0-2 count in the playoffs at some point. Exactly. Oh, on a fastball. <laughs> Again, and they're not going to be playing the Mets in the playoffs. But Judd, we asked you on on the Twins show today after you had just left the Twins clubhouse. Yes, what was the clubhouse like? It's the exact same. They, they don't change. The demeanor's not going to change. Exactly. This team is not down on itself. Yes, they're not playing their best baseball right now, but they'll get back to that. They will. I'm they're, still annoyed by what they're I've seen a last resilient few days. baseball team. They will win this division, and they will make moves to put them in better position for the playoffs. The sooner. The better. But everybody calm the hell down. The brakes are still cut. Hal tweets into the show at Jay Zolgad, at Phil Mackey, at Rami is tweeting. Sound the Rami alert system. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's bad when you know. (laughs) I love Hal. (laughs) We'll get to Jason Stark here shortly. 651-646-8255. Justin in Rochester. Go ahead. Twins vet line, by the way. The vet lines are open. 651-646-8255. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Good, man. Go ahead. Phil, I ain't going to light you up. I wouldn't do that over the air. I'd have to be, you know, having beers with you before I would do that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Judd, I hope you're happy because this is exactly what you wanted, isn't it? Uh, I want competent closeness. The oh, last no, two no, days have been, in, okay. have been incompetent, but yes, I do want to close. You are correct. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers when you, you might be right. close. You don't get to say about how. But anyway, like uh, real quick for my point. Hey, Robbie, thanks for uh, making the journey over from the uh, dark side from Wisconsin over last year. Great addition to the show. Okay, <laughs> on. Here's the deal. I know football and baseball are not analogous. We all know that. That isn't the point. I'm not going to make an com- analogy. Analogy is what I'm going to make, not a comparison. So if I told you, gentlemen, right now, the Vikings are going to go 11-5, and five, would you take that? Yes. What if I told you they started out 8-0 and, oh and then finished 11-5? and five? 
you wouldn't still be saying at the beginning of the year, if you told me 11 and 5, I think that. You'd say, gee, they were going to be in the Super Bowl or at least have a first round bye, yeah. home field advantage. I would, need, I would need to know, I would need to know, and Justin, your phone is uh, a little tough to hear, but we get the point and call back again. We, we, I like when Justin calls and Justin, Justin and I go back and forth on Twitter. I would need to know the result of the postseason. If you told right. me the Vikings are going to go 11 and 5, yes, I'll sign up for that. Oh, but like, would you sign up for them losing their last six games going into the playoffs? I'd say, well, did they, what did they do in the playoffs? Right. So all of this I is. I would take that. Yeah. I would take it. If you start off 8 and 0 and finish 11 and 5, I'll take that. I would. Can well, we, we keep can. our eye on the prize of the fact that we've watched two stupid days of baseball? Well, yes. You're going to watch more, too. You I mean, didn't it's... think at any point the Twins were going to play back-to-back stupid games of baseball? Not against the New York Mets, I didn't. Okay. that, that puts, Now, if you play that against the Yankees the next, next week, it sort of hurts a little bit, but I'm not that surprised. But, uh, yeah, I did not expect it against the Mets, to That's... be honest. I mean, they they played Mets baseball for two days. That's the darndest thing about it. We're getting trolled on Twitter here. Chris tweets into the show. In the, like, every other word is capital, plan the parade, <laughs> with a series preview tale of the tape between the Mets and the Twins. Yeah. So, did Pete Alonso basically almost hit a ball after I left today out of the ballpark? Left field, third uh, deck? Yeah, he hit, he hit one very far. I think I had stopped uh, yeah. okay. watching it. I was driving, and I heard point. Provis describe it, and it sounded like it went pretty much almost all the ballpark. We'll get to Jason Stark here in a second, but just we'll keep the Twins' vent lines sporadically open throughout the hour here. David in Minneapolis, you got about uh, 45 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, so in the conventional baseball, I know this may be the odd question uh, with the changes now. Okay, so if you have a re- reliever like Rogers who's dominant, if you're in the eighth or ninth inning and you're down a run, is there a possibility you would bring a guy like that in just to preserve that closeness because you got a team that can rake? Thank you, David. I think there's a possibility, don't you? I think you'd probably prefer not not to. But with yeah. with I, they were down um, pretty much throughout last night's game, correct? And if I'm not mistaken, they got Taylor Rogers up with the bullpen twice last night. So they were prepared at some point in time. But it was a close game. Sure, no, but but to his que- to his question, I wouldn't dismiss it. Would you? No, I wouldn't completely say, oh no, no, no. But this, but you know what? The bullpen discussion, you guys, it goes back to what we've been saying now for weeks, which is against Cleveland, the bullpen, aside from the May home run that he gave up to Santana, the bullpen performed pretty well. That's not the question, or that's not the ultimate point here. The ultimate point is do you trust it? And I'm still like, not really. No. Taylor Rogers, I do. When I trust Trevor May right now, it's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> make it, just make a damn Where's trade. Where's Christian Menas when you need him? Make a damn trade. Or Drew Butera. That's Drew Butera right. threw like 90 miles. He came in and just threw gas one time. That's right. So uh, we're going to get to Jason Stark when we come back, and we will keep sporadically throughout the hour, we will keep the Twins' vent lines open because I'm sure other people have thoughts on that <laughs> series against the Mets, if you want to call it a series. If my timeline is any indication, yeah, yes. People uh, have thoughts. You're Luther gonna... Brookdale Toyota <laughs> helps power Mackie and Jeb with Rami and the Scornar Twin Show. And I got to think that maybe Luther Brookdale Toyota is going to start distancing themselves from the score of Twin Show at this point. Now that the Twins have lost three in a row, jump off the bandwagon now. Uh, but I, I kid, I kid. You can find some of the most durable vehicles in the world, gas mileage, safety features, technology, you name it, with Toyota. And then you combine that with some of the best, smartest, most friendly people in the industry at Luther Brookdale Toyota. And it's a winning combination that uh, is much better than the Twins winning combination today when they got beat 14-4 to in a game in which they led 3-2 to going into the last three innings. Did we mention that already? Oh, God. 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard. Luther Compete against Score North personalities in Majors Fantasy Golf presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake for your chance to win prizes from Cragens on Gull Lake, Parway Golf, and Chill Boys. The fourth Major of the Year begins tomorrow, so sign up right now at scorenorth.com, keyword golf. Thank you, Jonathan, Mackie, and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. And uh, we're sitting here reading all your tweets. We've got Twins Ventline calls lined up. We'll get to some more some later on in the hour. Yeah, Jason Stark from The Athletic and from MLB Network. And you're immersed in uh, Hall of Fame week and weekend. But we are. The, the Twins just got beat 14-4 to by the Mets after leading 3-2 in the seventh. And people are sending us tweets right now. Uh, like Josh says, my mom's twins takes are coming in hot via text. And Josh says, his mom is texting, Trevor May sucks. We suck. What is going on? So, 
I know you've been immersed in uh, Hall of Fame land, Jason, but do you have any words of encouragement for Twins fans who just watched their team lose three in a row for the first time all year? Uh, yeah, just a reminder that the baseball season is a long, twisting journey. Thank you. That it never goes the way you would like it to go. It's totally unlike a football season where every game is this monumental event. And it's so easy to overreact. It's not really what baseball teams do. The other thing that I would throw out here is after spending time in Cleveland, I am really convinced that the Indians are going to trade Trevor Bauer. Maybe nothing quite comes together, but I think they will. I'm sure it'll be a big deal and they'll get, they'll get a good return, but very often when you subtract from your big league team to, 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 for other reasons at the deadline, it takes a toll on the group. And so it's a very perilous path for the Indians to even be thinking about that. Jason, my cohort to my left here, Judd Zolgad, he, in in the last segment, expressed endless frustration that this team has played two ugly games in a row. Two ugly games. The best best teams in the world. And I, I... I love Judd, and I trust his baseball acumen more than almost mo- almost anybody. But it's against the Mets. The, the best teams in the world play two yeah. ugly games in a row against bad teams, right? This ha- this is bound to happen over the course of 162 games. I, I'd say it was the beauty of baseball, but beauty is probably not the word to think of. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> but there, you know, there, like baseball is weird. And like I've made a whole career out of chronicling the fact that baseball makes no sense. And I would say that series is a prime example of how baseball makes no sense. Uh, like in a week, if they played nine games in a row like that, please get back to me on this. Yeah, it was ugly, Jason. Uh, so we, we ordinarily talk to you in depth about other people and players and, and what they're doing. Uh, but I'm going to spin the table around a little bit or the conversation on you and ask you, What's it like to be uh, preparing for you as a a person who has been in the writing business for a long, long time and a baseball fan probably for his entire life to be going into the hall and and how, I don't know if the word is daunting or special or what, but what's that like to know that, that you're going to be enshrined <laughs> in a place where, you know, Babe Ruth, Jackie Robinson, take your pick, are also enshrined? I think it's safe to say I've never had a week quite like this. (laughs) Um, You know, beyond all the Hall of Fame stuff that's happened to me, I had a burger named after me at Foley's in New York. (laughs) I love that bar, by the way. I love that bar. Yeah, it's a good spot. That's really the pinnacle. Really is. So if you're going to be in New York in the next week, be sure to stop by and order the Jason Stark Hall of Fame burger. And then check right into intensive care after that. I was going to say, um, what's on it? What you asked. What's on it? And did you have did you I, have a say in the construction of the Jason Stark Burger? Uh, I had no say. Uh, apparently, my wife had a say, but she was she didn't know at the time that she did. She was being quizzed by a friend on like what I like on my burger, and then the same guy asked her what I like how I like to eat a cheesesteak because this is a burger stuffed with a Philly cheesesteak. Wow. Oh, man. Topped with jack cheese, guacamole, sautéed onions. Oh, what do you think, guys? And I just just pull up the menu, and they give you the side, not of fries, of sweet potato fries, Mm. too. Mm-mm-mm. That's outstanding. How about that? You should. I, and Judd's showing me a picture of it right now. You should be proud. I'd be more proud of that than yeah. actually getting into <laughs> the Hall of Fame. All right, I'm not quite there yet, but it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, how about this? I know of two people who have eaten it, and they've both lived. <laughs> that's, so that's good. That's also a good sign. That is good. Yeah, good sign. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that isn't really what you asked me. <laughs> About the burger portion of the week. That was good. Uh, it, it, <laughs> you're welcome. It, it's been it's been an experience unlike anything I have ever gone through, and it's just getting crazier by the day. 
here's something that happened today. You know, the Hall of Famers stay at the beautiful Otis Saga Hotel in Cooperstown. It's the finest hotel in Cooperstown. And in my many trips to, to induction weekend, uh, the one thing they all had in common before now was I wasn't allowed to stay here. But I checked in Sunday. They let me in. I was happy. to. They were happy to see me. Big time. I have a beautiful room. I'm treated like, like I'm Mariana Rivera or something. And then today, they kicked all the civilians out of the hotel. And right they should. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not authorized, Matt. I'm just telling you what they do. Because Mariano and Edgar and Paul Molitor, like all... You know, all the the Hall of Famers and baseball luminaries are about to move into the hotel. So everybody in the hotel left today, and I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> and they're happy to have me here. You got rid of the peasants. It's a real, yeah, it's yeah. like a sign that this is happening. It's getting real. And, and, and a lot of these, I mean, I think all of these guys are in, in in the wheelhouse of different parts of your career as a writer too. I mean, go Harold Baines, Lee Smith in that generation, and then into sort of the '90s and 2000s with Edgar and Mike Messina, Rivera, Halliday. Which uh, among those six guys going in, um, do you have any stories about any of them or any any relationships that that stand out throughout the years with those six? Uh, well, I mean, Ray Halliday is the guy I knew the best. And that, like, that's just a whole separate aspect to this whole weekend is just the, how bittersweet it is that he's not going to be here to accept his plaque, you know, to sign his plaque and listen to the cheers of the crowd. Uh, it's just, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, so there is that. But, you know, I'd say the other two guys, um, Mariano and Edgar, are the two that I got to know the best. Um, I, and like it's funny. I it, 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 here's the measure of Mariano's greatness. He he was so great and so perfect that the moments I remember the most vividly are the times when he didn't get it done, when he did give up the run, when he did blow the save. I when I think back on Game Seven, two thousand one, Luis Gonzalez's old squibber over the infield it gives me chills to think that that happened in the ninth inning of the game seven and why was that because mariano rivera was the guy on the mound and the way he handled that moment was the way he handled every moment just the classiest human being in the history of baseball uh, amazing i just never got tired of explaining it and owning it even when the Yankees PR people were trying to shoo us away. Yeah. It wasn't just not his thing. He's he's the best. And, like, I don't know, I've seen Edgar do some great things. In my uh, Stark Truth book, Edgar made it as the most underrated DH in baseball history. And one of the points I tried to make in that game was, or in that chapter was, Edgar got the biggest hit in the history of the Mariners. Uh, a game-winning double to eliminate the Yankees, right? This is this, and this should be an epic moment, and nobody remembers that it even happened. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the '95 Division Series, Game Five. It's just kind of the story of Edgar. He he spent his whole career in the shadow of all the the big stars and big names on that team. Griffey and A Rod and the and the unit that and then Edgar just came out there and raked and he was a he was a guy that the other team least wanted to pitch to so I like that's not really a, a personal story but the greatness of Edgar I, for some reason people missed it until that last year in the ballot yeah. thank God. Well, Jason, uh, we we always love having you on the last couple of years, and it's 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 fun for us to to have built this relationship with you and see you get honored as the 2019 Spink Award winner. And uh, we wish you nothing but the oh. most fun rest of the week and weekend of all time. Thank you, guys. I feel like I'm sharing it with you, and that's the best part is just sharing it with the people I care about. 
it's been amazing. Well, Thanks so R- much for Rami just having w- me today. And- Rami just wants you to share that stuffed burger with him. Yeah, I just yeah, want a burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they can put it in like dry ice and ship it to Minnesota, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Rami, I'm tied up for a couple of days, but I'll meet you there like Tuesday. What do you think? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> See you there. Congratulations, Jason. Awesome, man. All right, Jason. We'll talk hey, next week. Thanks a bunch. Thanks so much, you guys. Thanks, Jason. All right, that is uh, one of the best baseball writers the, in the country and in the last 40 years, Jason Stark. The ingredients of the Jason Stark uh, Hall of Fame burger from Foley's right in, uh, basically, in the middle of Manhattan, if I'm not mistaken. It's a mm-hmm. great bar. Great place to day drink in, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> stuffed with Philly cheesesteak, topped with Monterey Jack. Hold on. The burger is stuffed, stuffed with Philly cheesesteak? It's stuffed like a, with Philly Like a Juicy sta- Lucy? Yes. Oh, my God. That's, that's what it says. All right. Here's what read, it is, Rami. Read, read it more slowly. Yeah. Rami, you want a burger that's stuffed with Philly cheesesteak? Mm, give how, it to me. How about, how about, before I'm done, we top it with Monterey Jack, guacamole, mm. sautéed onions, yeah. and then how about a side big boy of sweet potato fries? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, what's I'm it stuffed even, with again? Oh, it's stuffed with Philly cheesesteak, but, yeah. but I'm not done yet. You're not done? Uh-uh, because I'm going to get you some oh, of you that. you still got more? That Monterey Jack. Yeah. Oh, and you think I'm done yet? Uh-uh, we're just getting started. Guacamole. I don't know how much more onions. I can take. Well, here's here's what how we're gonna end it. I wonder if Judd ever tried this in college on in his first sem- only semester. I should have because the sweet potato fries would have put it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> the guacamole. Oh, I I don't know about you guys. I love guac. Oh, I love guac. This looks like it's absolutely delicious. I feel like and Foley's is. I'm serious. How do you place. stuff a Philly cheesesteak? Into, you, yeah. into the patty? It doesn't make sense to me. I'll but. find out. That's why I'd be that's why they out. do it and we find out. Man. I feel like Oof. you can burn your tongue on that. But. How, how do you throw a curveball to some guy from the Mets I've never <laughs> heard of, too, when he hits it a mile out of the ballpark? I don't know. Yeah, well, Trevor May can show you. <laughs> exactly. It's key to life, Phil. There's always someone who can show you. All right. The Twins vent lines are back open here. 651-646-8255. We'll go to Jeff in St. Louis Park. The floor is yours. First off, I want to say great interview, great interview. Um, Thanks, man. J- uh, J- Jason is amazing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay calm. I really, really am. I'm trying to fight my urge as a Minnesota sports fan to panic. But let's face it, the last month or so, the Twins have been a, a 500, maybe even now a sub-500 team. They've not been very good. And some of this is the offense has cooled down a bit. That was expected. But uh, I just, you know, there's one player that just is the culmination of all my frustration. It's Trevor May. I can't stand the guy. I'm not like him. I don't even like him as a person. I cannot stand him. Every interview I see with him pisses me off about him. Oh, good, blue, I love Fortnite. Yeah, I, love, I bet you love Fortnite. My nine-year-old cousin plays it. Nine-year-old. That's probably the only version of baseball you can dominate, Trevor May. Get him out of the out of the clubhouse. Remove his bench and get some guys in here that can actually strike out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to avoid this guy on my drive home. I'm concerned he's in St. Louis Park. Oh he might God. he might cross the divider at the rate wow. he's going. Wow. That's Jeff in St. Louis Park. You know he what? got ever so close there to having to get dumped. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> that there was a moment he paused, he realized, like, oh, I'm on radio. I probably shouldn't say that. that. It sounded amazing. like he was on top of an actual building ready yeah. to jump, didn't it? That boy's is relief windy, yeah. That's like, relief pitching rage, is what that is right there. <laughs> sounded like he was on top of Target Field. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie, uh, Phenomenon just, with uh what's his name? John Travolta? Yeah. Just staring into the abyss. <laughs> All right, Tegan Matamita, you're on Twins Vent Line with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Hey, I have similar take to the last caller, except maybe not as animated. No, uh, no, bring it. I, <laughs> I got a little annoyed with, you know, last Sunday, Trevor May comes out and says that he's annoyed with the don't blow it talk, but he's blown it two games in a row now, or two out of three. And I have kind of this sneaking feeling that we are the reverse end of the 2006 season now. Like, the Indians are the Twins from 06, and we are the Tigers. And the last caller said, the last month and a half or so, we're average. We're 500. So I don't know where Rami, you know, where you say, hey, we're going to be okay, we're a good team. Well, yeah, we're really good in April and May, and we're just kind of okay now. Well, if, if it helps ease your mind, 
if this is the reverse of 2006 and the Twins are the team that are that's blowing the lead, guess who went to the World Series? <laughs> the Tigers did that year. So, take thanks for the phone call. And I'm saying that because if you look at any measurable statistic and if you watch this team, it's a very good baseball team. I won't go as far as to say great. Yeah. Some on the station have called them great. I won't go that far, but this is a good baseball team. And when you look at what they've been up against in the last month and a half, both in the the way their st- their schedule has been constructed, who they've had on that schedule, the injuries that they've had, it makes sense that they played 500 baseball. And almost any team is going to play 500 baseball over the course of a month, month and a half stretch of their season. But if you end the season with 90 to 100 wins and you're the division champions, it's a pretty good season. And if you add some arms to this, has a chance to be something even more than that. Still, despite the fact that, God forbid, they lost three in a row. And God forbid, two of those were really ugly back-to-back games against a bad team. I know it doesn't feel good right now, but just take a step back and look at the big picture. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. Look at any power rankings. The worst you'll see, the Twins, is fourth from any baseball writer around the country. Before today. But the big picture is that you need to give yourself a better chance to have success. And we've been saying for months now, but it becomes more and more true. You have to add pitching. You just have to. The other thing, too, I think that we can safely say is if you are going to make the playoffs, Miguel Sano cannot start a third base for you. He's a liability there. It's like, tough to have Scope and Miguel yeah, Sano I can't in the same take, defensive I, infield. Mar- Marwin, if you, if you get Buxton back and Kepler can go to right, and by the way, I am very concerned about Buxton right now, and I'm not joking here. I'm very concerned about this, uh, what the Twins are terming concussion-like symptoms, but the whole story seems a little bit too Mauer-esque to me, so it keeps coming back to that. But if you can get Buxton back in center, and he he's a difference maker, he changes things, and put Kepler back in right, I want Marwin Gonzalez opening game of the playoffs at third base. And if you can pinch it, Sano, if you can use him, that's fine. I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not advocating for him to be dumped. What I am advocating for him is to not be at third base in games where I need to win them. Let's actually, you were, you got a Buxton update. You were at the ballpark today, Judd. Let's get a Buxton update when we come back. Sure. And uh, we can keep the Twins vent lines open. 651-646-8255. Are you mad that Trevor May plays Fortnite? 651 I told you guys to calm down <laughs> when he's puking away your lead. Should Trevor May stop playing video games? 651-646. After the break. First, let me tell you about my pillow, guys. I'll tell you how I'm sleeping. You know, who else, you know who else was sleeping today in the seventh inning? Yeah, Trevor, Trevor May. Was the... Was the was the bleeping rubber of my pillow? You know what? If he took a my pillow out there to the mound, I wouldn't blame him for falling asleep because I finally took the plunge, got one for myself. I fall asleep better and faster than I ever have. Almost fell asleep in the prep room after I did cluster fun with Danny Cunningham today, sleeping on my my pillow. It's patented interlocking fill, adjusts to how you sleep, so you can uh, even throw it in the washer, you can throw it in the dryer. It also comes with a sixty day money back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you will. But if you don't, you can get a full refund and my pillow has a 10-year guarantee 10 years on a pillow what really do you have to lose and right now you can get a two-pack of my pillow premiums for 69.98 that's 34.99 per pillow that's right just 34.99 per pillow pillows like this go for a hundred dollars a piece if not more that's their best offer ever and it's still the best pillow out there and it's still made right here in minnesota you can get two of them for 69.98 that's 34.99 a pillow a great deal on the best pillow that you'll ever buy i love my pillow and i know you'll love yours if you go to mypillow.com click on the radio special tab in the top right corner and enter the promo code north to activate your savings you can also give them a call at 800-620-4439 that website again mypillow.com Promo code North. Better sleep is waiting for you. Get two premium my pillows. Four forty six here at Score North. If you missed it earlier today on Purple Daily, we talked about best wide receiver duos in the NFL, and that was sparked from a conversation on Good Morning Football this morning, which they had this to say about the Thielen and Diggs best wide receiver duo. Leave it or not, Rashad, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs are the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL, and AD Juju no more. That's hard to say. I mean, you got Alshon Jeffrey uh, now running with Deshaun Jackson. You got OBJ running with Jarvis. That's hard to say. I like Diggs, though. I don't know, man. Uh, I say yes. I said this earlier of the year, uh, and they Instagrammed it on NFL Network, and you'd think I said something sacrilegious. I think, Thielen and, I think Thielen and Diggs are the best wide receiver okay. duo. Your thoughts, Vikings fans? Are they the best? Is Does Cleveland have the best wide receiver duo in the NFL? Let us know at Score North. That's at 
at SKOR North on Twitter. That's been your score North download. Now back to Mackie and Joe with Rami. Thank you. You're going to be in a suite tonight, Jonathan Harrison. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Sweet life. Sweet. Where? Allianz Field tonight. Really? Minnesota yeah. United in uh, what you guys call a friendly, what, yep, friendly. What, what American footballers call a preseason or exhibition game. And uh, the voice of Minnesota United, Callum Williams, is here to uh, just give us kind of a lay of the land. We're going to, by the way, we're going to keep the Twins vent lines open too. So 651 646 8255. And uh, I know Judd has a rant about fake rain delays we're going to get to. But Callum, set the scene for tonight. Aston Villa. Uh, one of the top 20 teams, you could say, in in the... Uh, well, they're in the EPL, so you could say they're one of the top 20 teams of the region over there coming over for a friendly. What can fans expect tonight? Yeah, good evening, chaps. Um, no doubt about it. It is going to be a thrill and a joy for Allianz Field to host Premier League opposition. And uh, as you quite rightly said, perhaps one of the um, top 20 teams... In world football, Aston Villa have just gotten themselves back into the Premier League after a three-year hiatus. Of course, remember, you can be relegated from the Premier League, but then you can also be promoted back to it. So Aston Villa now will undergo them uh, another season back in the Premier League after uh, a three-year spell away. And uh, what I can tell you is that the atmosphere will be raucous, it will be loud, it will be vibrant today. People are expecting... Over 18,000 again here at Allianz Field, and I'm hearing just around about 600 of those will be wearing the claret and blue of Aston Villa. Are you saying that there is the only reason you're saying top 20 in Europe because you're a fan, Cal? <laughs> possibly. Quite possibly. Where does um, your allegiance lie tonight? Be honest. <laughs> How are you going to do that for oh, us? <laughs> My allegiance is firmly Claris and Blue today, chaps. I have no problem admitting that. Um, usually it's Minnesotan black and blue. Um, but uh, look, I mean, we, we are fortunate that today it, it, it's just going to be an exciting 90 minutes and, and the outcome doesn't really matter. Um, you guys were right earlier on in, in insinuating that it is just an exhibition game. There's no real um, need for for a victory here today, but, um, you know, it, it would look nice on the Allianz Field resume if they could claim victory over a Premier League side at the first time of asking. Um, Aston Villa have, as I mentioned, brought over uh, a raucous fan base, not only from the UK, uh, but a sprinkling of supporters clubs that exist within the United States and North America. Uh, I was uh, down at a particular pub in uh, downtown earlier uh, this morning, doing a, a little Q&A with the Aston Villa CEO, and um, the fans were, were very much enjoying um, our hometown uh, and the Twin Cities, for sure. But, uh, look, you know, they have some good players. They've spent a lot of money. I think a lot of people have, have said about a lot of teams when they come back into the Premier League, it's very difficult to stay in the Premier League. You have to do things the right way. Um, and Aston Villa have spent a lot of money in trying to make sure that they don't get relegated to the game because they had all sorts of financial issues the last time they went outside the Premier League because of all sorts of um, uh, television monetary issues uh, and the lack of sponsorship because they weren't in the top flight in England. So um, they want to make sure that doesn't happen again. So um, this, is, uh, this is going to be the first glimpse we see of a Premier League Aston Villa here at Allianz Field this evening. Two-part question here, Cal. If depending on who scores tonight, say both teams score, who gets the more excitable goal call? And for fans <laughs> attending the game who don't know Aston Villa that well, who are the players that they should be excited to see tonight? Well, in terms of the goal call, Jonathan, you know I try and be as neutral as possible. So uh, I don't think uh, neither Minnesota or Villa fans need worry about that, at least I hope anyway. <laughs> uh, in terms of the uh, the players that you'll see here today, Aston Villa have signed a uh, humongous figure, a uh, big Brazilian centre-forward called Wesley, who dominated the Belgian top flight. He scored a boatload of goals. They spent around about uh, $25 million to bring him into, uh, into Aston Villa. Um, they've also signed a Spanish winger, Hotter, uh, who has actually joined from their cross-town rivals, Birmingham City. The first time the two clubs have done a transaction in 36 years, um, there is a, a deep 
hatred and rivalry between the two sides. And Aston Villa, because they've been promoted to the Premier League, the Spanish player wants to play in the Premier League. He's decided to turn his back on the other team in Birmingham and join the Premier League one. Um, there's a couple of other players as well that I think a lot of people will be familiar with. Connor Horahan in midfield is a Republic of Ireland international who's very assertive in midfield. But the one player that people may very well recognise more than most because of his long locks in the centre of midfield is a young man called Jack Grealish. He's 23 years of age. He's a, a local Birmingham boy. He's an Aston Villa fan through and through. He has played for the club since he was six years old. And he signed his first professional contract at 16. Uh, and now he is on the cusp of the England national team. So uh, a big night for him, a big season ahead for him. He did say to me at training the other day, this is the year where he wants to get himself into the England setup. He really wants to make an impression on the head coach of the England national team, Gareth Southgate. And I can tell you now, having spoken to the Aston Villa coaching staff here, They'll do everything they can to help him on his way. Yeah. That is Callum Williams, the voice of Minnesota United FC TV broadcasts. And you can find Minnesota United games on the radio with Dan Terhar and Jonathan Harrison right here on Score North on 1500. Uh, and by the way, too, we also have all kinds of podcast content. Sound of the Loons is available. You guys are doing, uh, I know, uh, a fantasy soccer show on the Sound of the Loons podcast feed. We also have at Score North, Score North United with the Adrian Heath Show and with the Crafty Rogues and another project coming up soon with Jonathan Harrison. Always great catching up. People, go down to Allianz Field. If you haven't checked it out, it's such an awesome place to watch a game and get a beer, and you can watch Minnesota United against Aston Villa tonight uh, over in St. Paul. So, Cal, we'll catch up again soon, man. Thanks for coming on. Guys, thank you very much. Enjoy the game, and I'll speak to you soon. Awesome. Um, I wonder we could. I guess we could have asked him to for some twins positivity there. It, it always helps to hear from an outsider. You and know he makes anything sound good. He does. Like I want that dude narrating my life. Actually, we should do that. Wouldn't it? Can we have Cal narrate? Can we put together Robbie's something life? like once a month? Like come to an open mic with me and be like, he's approaching the stage yeah. and uh, <laughs> I see he's trying new material and uh, oh, it is not going well. It like, seems <laughs> to be bombing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be very assertive up there on the stage. Romney went home again to watch more TV. <laughs> now he seems on the upset couch. with the audience. He is demeaning them. He is uh, he's lashing out. <laughs> he is oh! quite rightly embarrassing himself. You know what I love? I, I love the, the fact that, that soccer fans can find any reason on the face of the earth to day drink. Don't you guys? Like he's like, I was hosting a Q&A at an establishment. I'm not surprised you haven't drawn more to soccer. If I day drink consistently, it's over for me. Yeah, by the way, Judd, Judd, I would argue that Judd blows right by the reason to day drink and just, just day drink. Right, yeah. exactly. No, but I don't day drink on, on a Wednesday. See, they found a Wednesday reason to day drink. That's what I, I appreciate, but that scares me. Because if I take that step, it's done. What's your favorite day to day drink on? It's got to be Saturday, right? Because you have Sunday off, so if, you have time to recover. If I'm yeah. if I'm off on a weekday, it's probably like a Friday. Uh, but yeah, I... Actually, I'm more than willing to to day drink on on weekends. That's fine. The only problem is Sundays because it's a false sense of security. It's like I could day drink all day, and then you drink to like eight or something at night or six at night, and you wake up on Monday and you're like, "Oh, I don't feel good," and now I got to go to work. <laughs> but then I'm not kidding. It's a well, false sense of security. We are adults on the Mac and Joe with Robbie. This, this I gets, never said I was. This gets me to what I want to say about Trevor May and Fortnite, which, which is this. Like, uh, if you're upset about Trevor May being bad at baseball the last few times he's been out, okay, fine. That's fine. You can be upset about that. You're a Twins fan and you don't like seeing it. But the dude playing video games has nothing to do with it. It has okay. nothing to do with All it. Right. You know who didn't play video games? Well, who? You know who didn't play Fortnite? Who didn't play Fortnite, yeah. Phil? Mariana Rivera. <laughs> I'm sure he did other things in his free time. We all do things in our free time, is my point. Yesterday I said, don't blame Andrew Wiggins' failures on, on the sticky icky if, if, if he indeed is indulging in the sticky icky. He, he's just Which not. Which was alleged by a caller? Exactly. He's just not doing what he's supposed to do on a basketball court. There are plenty of NBA players who are indulging in the sticky icky and are very oh. productive. Judd uses his free time sometimes to day drink, yet he's very good Why is it called at the what sticky he does. Icky? I don't know, Judd. I'm not experienced in these things. <laughs> Yo, you just used a term I've never heard before. Now I'm curious. 
Phil, have, have you heard this before? I've never heard. I've never heard this sticky icky. Icky. I've never heard this in I my life. To, I want to know where this phrase came from, but I think I'm very a, nervous to I think Google it's a, it on oh, your computer. I think it's I'll a Snoop Doggism. I'm pretty sure that's probably sticky, where it starts. Icky? I don't yeah. think I've heard that. Well, if Snoop Dogg says that's what it's called. That's what it's I'll called. I'll Google I mean, it right yeah. now. Sticky icky. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Oh my gosh. Problem is, I can see your screen, so I'm a little nervous myself. Snoop Dogg. Okay. That's what uh, I thought. To mean high potent sticky green buds. And I think uh there was a scene in Half Baked, the Dave Chappelle movie, where uh <laughs> his dealer is selling him some weed and he goes, It's the stickiest of the icky. <laughs> That's probably also where I got it. But I don't know anything about these things. Hmm. Nothing. Let, let me ask you this, okay, uh-huh. on the Trevor May front. Yeah. Okay. If he came out tomorrow and said, You know what? I'm gonna devote all the time I spend playing Fortnite uh-huh. to honing my baseball craft. Nobody does that. Would that make that's you exactly, would, would that would that make you feel more confident or less confident in Trevor May as a pitcher? That's exactly my point. Is Trevor May has hours of the day that aren't committed or dedicated yeah. to baseball. Pretty clearly. <laughs> After today. Just quit and throwing what, that stupid curveball. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is he's throwing stupid curveballs when he shouldn't be throwing stupid curveballs and giving and blowing two games against the New York Mets of okay. all teams. Okay. It has nothing to do with Fortnite. Okay, honest question. Do you think with how because he was he's like been a sponsored Twitch gamer, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think at any point in that at bat against oh, pro against Dom Smith at any point do you think Fortnite popped into his head during that at bat? No, no. I don't know. You don't think as he's walking back after being taken out or after a disastrous um, pitching performance that he's thinking to himself, you know what? I'm going to really unwind tonight with some Fortnite. I can't, I can't wait to sit down and play some Fortnite. <laughs> I'm going to unwind with some Fortnite. Bleep this baseball thing. It's not working right now, but you know what is working? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there are times where you walk out at 6 o'clock and you, I can't wait to get home and have a nice cold Surly, right? That's his Surly. Fortnite is his Surly. Yeah, but I just didn't puke the whole show away. Huh? <laughs> Twins Vent Line. Just part of it. Twins Vent The all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. Uh, let's talk about these magnificent 55-inch TCL 4K Roku TVs. We had to shut one of them off because, my God, you can only watch so much of a meltdown 14 to 4. We had to shut it off. It's just in your face with this picture quality on these TCL TVs when uh, when your team is getting smoked like that. You do get access to 4,000-plus streaming channels. A lot of them are sports platforms like Fox Sports Go, Big Ten Network, so especially if you're a cord cutter and you got this built-in Roku device, there's no better TV for cord cutters than a TCL TV. And others are like, look at the numbers. There's a lot of people that are jumping off the cable and satellite bandwagon and into the arms of cord, uh, cord cutting. Now, if you're a cable satellite subscriber person, it's an easy to toggle back and forth uh, menu. Where you just get your streaming channels on the right over here and you get your cable or satellite channels on the left. Go to any major local retailer in the Twin Cities and stare at a TCL TV for yourself, just like Dominic Smith stared at that home run over the right field fence against Trevor May in the seventh inning today. Mackie and Jub with Rami, Twins Vent Line, 651-646-8255.